Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Steve Gregory will be by in about an hour to give us an update on uh, the whole security thing on the metro system. And, of course, as you know, the sheriff of L.A. County, Alex Villanueva, is telling the county and the city of L.A. that it's going to be my guys on the entire metro system or we're pulling out completely. And that's set off a back and forth where eventually uh, Steve Gregory got a hold of this video. It's a montage of violence on the metro system. and uh, It's bad be- violence. He has an update on the story to bring us, and it did get picked up by Fox 11, did a story on the video, and other media outlets are also reporting on violence on the Metro. So that'll come up uh, next hour. Uh, With Russia and Ukraine, a lot of attention is being focused, of course, on this port city of Mariupol, which the Russians are claiming they pretty much control now, but there's clearly still some Ukrainian holdout going on there. And particular focus has been on this massive steel mill. Ukrainian fighters are holed up in there. Supposedly, it's like a maze-like structure that has both civilians and Ukrainian military members. It's several square miles underground. Yes. And and so they've got, I forgot how many many thousands of people. 1,000 civilians are inside the plant. Yeah, yeah, and military people too. They're dropping bombs on it. That's what the Russians have been doing. They've dropped several bombs, even though they apparently made promises uh, not to try to blow everybody up. There was some talk about how they might get safe passage if they come out of there, but they they weren't doing that either. It's been going on for a couple of days. No, no. And and what they've blockaded the city, 
so that nobody can leave, nobody can get in, there's no emergency services allowed. And the Russian, I mean, Putin is trying to starve these people out. Everybody. Yeah. The, the military, men, women, children, they're going to be starved to death. That's why he's taking the port cities. Yeah. Because he wants to make it difficult for them to get supplies. Yeah. And you can't and... get to the port, and then you can't enter the city from any angle at all. And no food's allowed. Right. And nobody's growing anything right now because of all the upheaval in the country. So, so... there's still 100,000 people left in the city. The original population was 450,000. So over three quarters have left. And virtually every building has been destroyed in the city. There's nothing left. And they think 20,000 people have been killed, but they don't know for sure because nobody can get in there and yeah, count. No Who access, knows how many, right. how many dead bodies there are, mass graves. There's satellite imaging. This was a big story yesterday that there could be as many as uh, like a mass graves that might have 9,000 bodies. Somebody came up with that number and all the media is running with it. We don't know. That's even close to what will turn out to be the truth. but Yeah, it's a village called Manhush. Yeah. Manhush. Yeah, and they're, it's like a wild estimate of 3,000 to 9,000 bodies. There are reports that Russian forces are using those uh, mobile crematories at a couple of locations. I don't know whether or not they're burning up their own people or they're burning up the civilians. Yeah, probably. So yeah. there won't be evidence of the civilian bodies when all of this is uh, finally over. Uh Anyway, Russia is blaming Ukraine for ending the talks. They... Every story ends with, and Russia blames Ukraine for X. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ukraine's the problem here. Meanwhile, there is a photograph circulating today of Vladimir Putin. Uh, obviously, it comes from Russian, Russian media. Uh, he is uh, meeting... At a table. By the way, he's closer than usual. The, the the guy he's meeting with is just right across from him at a small table. He's not at the far end of a... Right. Uh, he is uh, tightly gripping, Putin is, the table with his right hand as soon as he sits down. And he keeps it there throughout the nearly 12-minute clip, leading some to believe that he's using that table in some sort of odd way for support. He's slumped in the seat. Mm-hmm. Looking at photographs of well, the, if he's uh, got the meeting. Uh, if he's got uncontrollable shaking, then he would, yeah, try to grip the table tightly so that you can't see his hand or his arm shaking. Yeah, there right? have been reports he's had Parkinson's, but he's 69 years old. There's always reports that his health is poor. You heard that he might have thyroid cancer. That's why he was drinking antler blood. <laughs> Wasn't he bathing in it? Uh, we've bathing in it. That's what he was doing, right? <laughs> He's taking an antler blood bath. <laughs> um, says he looks uh, bloated in the picture. Uh, his key advisor with him also, his name is Sergei uh, Shoigu, uh, the defense minister, who also doesn't look very good either, according to some. Supposedly he's had heart problems. Yeah, good. Maybe they're both going to die soon. They. <laughs> okay, this is my God test, right? God takes these two out real fast. But he's letting these two live, and you got all these, uh, you got thousands of Mariupol citizens being bulldozed into a mass grave. So uh, what's with this God idea? What's, whose yeah. side is he on? There are reports that Putin has had 35 secret meetings with a cancer doctor, and that was the rumors that he had some sort of thyroid cancer. Mm. But it says it- here... Uh, one body language expert says an able-bodied president would not need to keep himself propped up with a hand held out for leverage. 
and would not be concerned about keeping both feet planted on the ground, which is kind of why he slumped. Oh, yeah. The, the, there was something about he was constantly um, tapping his foot. Yeah, It says here he cannot stop his foot from tapping. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, those would be classic Parkinson signs. Yeah, I don't, you know, he's almost 70. I don't really not that think old. this is necessarily a way out. No, it's not that he's not that old, but there are plenty of people that uh, and start in bad health in their 60s, especially plenty of men. But uh, I, I mean, I hope for that for a possible way to yeah. uh, end this man's uh, time and power. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the other thing that came out from the big news here is that apparently a top military commander in Russia made it clear that what they're trying to do is get the eastern and southern regions of that country under control. At least that's their goal right now, as uh, they've given up to go after the capital of Kiev in the north. But they are focusing their attention on uh, the southern part and the eastern part of Ukraine. That seems to be what they're doing right now. But, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to always believe the news you're getting because, you know, the news sources, whatever sources they have may be unreliable. Yeah. I don't think there's a free flow of information you, you into or out of that country You right don't now. know where it's coming from. And, and all governments engage in, you know, propaganda and lies just to throw off uh, your opponent. Yeah, exactly. So, who knows? Uh, we are sending uh, those, um, they're called kamikaze drones. The Pentagon is sending them to Ukraine their Switchblade 310C drone system. And uh, they're being sent to Ukraine, and they're going to be trained how to use them. They are made by a California company, and they're designed to attack either soldiers or tanks. Uh, it says here the technology is versatile. Larger versions can take out artillery tubes. They can crater runways. They can destroy radar installations. And smaller versions can target the drivers of vehicles. Or individual officers, or they have detected. We could send this after like a general, a Russian general. Oh know, yeah, yeah. Hey, you guy going to come in and just shoot him or <laughs> blow him up? Or... He hears a, he hears a little whirring and looks up. And go hey, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, a bunch of hackers head. claim they broke into dozens of Russian institutions over the past two months, including the Kremlin's internet sensor, one of its primary intelligence service, leaking emails and internal documents to the public. Uh, this is what the hacking group is saying that they're doing, trying to uh, get into the Russian information and see what's going on on the inside. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Uh, <laughs> you know, Harris was in California most of the week on John's West Side. Was that a joke, or did you just have a Biden moment? No, that was a joke. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on it, though. It shows you sharp today. I am. I'm keeping track. Uh, you had your joke last hour. is my joke. <laughs> Joe says it all the time. It must be true. Right, right yeah. Uh, we'll start with Harris, probably the more amusing audio. By the way, her chief of staff has quit. I don't know if there's anybody left working for her anymore. That's about her 15 chief of staff people, is, I think, is that Tina quit. Flournoy, yep, is leaving her position after 15 Wait, months. Well, you know what, what's funny? So she was not the first chief of staff because uh, Kamala Harris has been VP for more than 15 months. But. Yeah, I, I was talking with a, a couple of friends and uh, debating whether um, is, is Kamala Harris like just really stupid or is she stoned? And, oh, that's an interesting theory. Though. Yeah, and and then with all these people quitting, you realize she must be an angry lunatic behind closed doors. Whatever she projects outside, 
you know, being being spacey and 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 just a babbling fool. <laughs> In, yeah, with all that fake laughter. I think Inside. it's just a sinking ship syndrome. They just don't see any future. Yeah, bad for the resume. Bad for the resume. We're not going anywhere, and uh, who knows? As soon as as soon as twenty twenty four, this could be over with. That's right. It's it, it's bad. Overthrow the whole ticket. It's bad enough. It's on the resume. Do you really want four years of your life represented? So to trying to give her things to do, she wanted to come home and kind of hang out on the west side for a while. So, oh. all right, you're in California. Go to Vandenberg uh, Space Force Base. Uh, she was talking to members of the Space Force and the Air Force, and uh, we got part of the speech, which we understand was a bit of a uh, word salad. So here we go. I think everyone here recognizes how extraordinary space is, <laughs> whether it is satellites that orbit the Earth, humans that land on the moon, or telescopes that peer into the furthest reaches of the universe. Space is exciting. It spurs our imaginations. And it forces us to ask big questions. Space, it affects us all. And it connects us all. There are so many opportunities in space for our country and for all of humanity, from science to commerce to national security. All of you on this base know the importance of the space systems that you use and operate and how important they are for our national security. She sounds like always sounds like she's talking to to six year olds, right? To, space to little is kids. exciting. Yeah, and she has to keep using the word and space. Do you know how educated the people are at Vandenberg? I would imagine with the kind of work they're doing. The kind yeah. Of way, yeah, I mean, these, these are the geniuses, these are tech people, right? Yeah, yeah, these are extremely smart, extremely educated. And this people. woman saunters in there with the big smile, and aren't we excited about space? Space, space is, exci- is exciting. Like she just walked walked into a third grade classroom. Like the space between my ears? Now, is she reading that? Was that actually prepared for I her? I don't know. <laughs> but it's almost like you said. It sounds like it's 2 a.m. and she's high looking for munchies. Hey, everybody, I like space. Space is exciting. To talk about space with Everyone me? here knows that satellites go into space and men walk on the moon. And Wow, that is some powerful stuff she's smoking. It's got to be that. Right. It really does. Now, now, I just wondered, did she write that herself? Her staff wrote it for her? And, and you're, you're dealing with these like these brilliant people who have like doctorates and, and masters and all kinds of technical sciences, and they do incredibly complicated work. And she comes up and goes, "Isn't space exciting? <laughs> do I sound like I have a hole in my head?" How extraordinary space is, she said. What did she do? Remember she was on that radio show? And and somebody uh, at the beginning of the Ukraine war said, can you explain what's going on? Well, Russia is a really big country. And next door is Ukraine, which is a smaller country. And she went on and on. big country's trying to harm the little countries. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't say that, but it was kind of the essence of it. She sounds like Mr. Rogers used to. Yeah, exactly. All right, now we move over to old Joe. For a couple of quick pieces of audio, uh, we begin with him at a fundraiser in Portland. We understand the audio is a little muddled, but apparently, because he is fundraising for the Democratic Party, he's trying to get everybody excited over how great the country's doing. Here's a short clip. 
But what I'm worried about now is that we've done one hell of a job. But the fact is that because things have moved so rapidly, so profoundly, it's hard for people. Let me just give you a few statistics. All right. So we've done so well, but because things move so rapidly, I guess people are not catching on. Uh huh. I mean, he knows the polls are horrible. Things are going. They're so... probably going to get wiped out in November in Congress. So <laughs> wait, wait. Things are getting better new... so fast. We 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 don't even notice that it's getting better. Yeah, his excuse makers in the media have been trying this. Uh, the American <laughs> people should realize how great things are. Yeah. I don't know why they're they're yeah. focused on inflation. Why are they yeah. doing that? Yeah. Why are they doing it? Because they have really tight budgets and they can't afford six dollar gas. They buy things. Exactly. Morons, liars. Uh, here he is. I <clears> guess this is new. Uh, this is new audio, really? He's blaming Putin again for the high gas prices? Let's play this one. The second big reason for inflation is gas prices. And it's Vladimir Putin's gas price increase. <laughs> Putin's invasion of Ukraine has driven up gas prices and food prices all around the world. No, that's not yeah. going to work. <laughs> no. I saw another that, one of those loser. reports that the government spending trillions beginning with the pandemic, and Trump mm. was still president then, that's been a big factor in inflation. Yeah. Makes sense. Driven too much money into the economy by people who are want to take it and just spend it immediately because they're they they need it they need to or or they're so depressed they just want to spend money on things and that's what people do when you give them free money look at what happens to a lot of lottery winners right yeah they end up blowing it all uh, and this final Biden clip apparently he uh, can't seem to come up with the the G seven which is the you know the seven big world economic nations and they sometimes meet uh, well let's hear how this went. I we saw new standards. We set new standards. We slashed methane and brought over 100 nations together when I was at the at 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 at, 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 at the big meeting we had in Europe. 100 <laughs> nations around the globe. That was a good stall out. Yeah, was that? That <laughs> wasn't. We didn't play with that audio, did we? No, that's that a real stall. That's a oh, play play that again here. That isn't. We saw new standards. Too. We set new standards. We slashed methane, and brought over 100 nations together. When I was at the at 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 at, 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 at the big meeting we had in Europe, 100 nations around that, the globe. That is a four second stall. Yeah, it it almost sounds like it's digitally because of the way it gets stuck right, there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's uh, all, like, folks. Four point seven. There you go. At, 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 at the big meeting we had in Europe. At the big meeting. Fantastic. He couldn't make a G7. Oh, by the way, that was an Earth Day thing. That's why he was talking about the climate methane. At, 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 at the big meeting we had in Europe. Okay. Wow. Biden, Biden brainstall. All right, more coming up. At, 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 at the big meeting we had in Europe. At, 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 at the big meeting we had in Europe. At, 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 Somebody at, whacked at him on the side of the head. Had in Europe. At, 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 at the big meeting we had in Europe. At, 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 System failure. System failure. Big meeting we had in Europe. He's trying to come up with G7, I guess. Give him a kick. Give him a kick. Johnny Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I had Steve Gregory, KFI News, who had that big video that uh, we uh, talked about earlier this week. He posted on his Twitter account about violence on the metro system in L.A. He'll come on after 4 o'clock with an update on the whole story. Yeah, you want to stick around uh, for uh, that. Has Hilda Solis come out, the uh, head of the uh, Board of Supervisors, and uh, admitted that they are complete failures? When it comes no, to I running the train so. system, that there's nothing. No, I, 
right. did not really no no they didn't admit that they're that they're really awful at what they do and uh, uh no sane person in their right mind would ever get on a train or a bus in la county this saturday night early sunday morning will be three weeks since the mass shooting in sacramento forgot about that already killed six injured 12 we still don't have murder charges against anybody I think they're still trying to sort through the evidence, figure out what's going on there. Uh, one of the guys they charge with gun violations is a longtime criminal by the name of Smiley Martin. Well, it took some digging, and I think a listener found this, but they found the one columnist in all of California media that will tell the truth about this. And it's a, it's a guy that I guess, John, we've had a back and forth on over the years. Dan Walters he I used to write for the Sacramento Bee. This is for Cal Matters. He he was he was uh, much more a believer and a, a defender and apologist for the government in Sacramento he years was. ago. Well, and then when he wrote for the Bee. That's kind of what you have to do. Well, that's what I'm. I was wondering: Did Sacramento Bee force him? Most of their readers are probably state workers, yeah. so, and politicians. So, so he was he was very accommodating. You know, that Sacramento was always right, or at least they always had good intentions and rarely critical. And ever since he went to uh, Cal Matters, um, it's, he's much harsher and he's he's more right. Oh, uh, this one's great. This one is, is, is titled Governor Brown pushed for softer treatment of violent felons. And they got this little box at the top summary. Fingers of blame are being pointed about the early prison release of a man accused of being one of the shooters in a downtown Sacramento gang shootout. But the politician most responsible is former Governor Jerry Brown. Well, that sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, we, we can beat on Newsom, but Jerry Brown got the ball rolling on this because, as Dan Walters points out, he felt bad about when he was governor in the 70s of the long prison sentences. He had to find a way to reverse that. Uh, you know, because this is a religious man who thinks he has to undo his bad deeds. He kind of yeah. went like that. <laughs> his bad deeds. So he aligned himself with uh, with violent people. I hope Jerry Brown goes to hell. I hope he finds out when he uh, when he's done on this planet because he's yeah. already been here way too long. So a lot of this. I hope there's is an afterlife Prop. where he finds out he's 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 going to get a bad punishment. Prop fifty seven, which passed in twenty sixteen, and Jerry Brown. Well, apparently he wrote it. He wrote Proposition 57. Mm -hmm. He was a big proponent of it. He pushed very hard for its passage. And that's what's behind the release of Smiley Martin, who was there in Sacramento to shoot at people. And uh... Because Prop 57, and, and this is where you're getting a lot of false information from people in the media and the people in government. It gave the Department of Corrections latitude in uh, giving good time credits to prisoners. They came up with formulas and they're all fake nonsense formulas, but the bottom line was, let's get the prisoners out early, quickly, soon, immediately right. and there's possible. a lot of bad people in prison. And the way Walters put it is, the politician who should bear the onus for allowing the alleged shooter, that's Smiley Martin, and other violent criminals to serve only portions of their sentences is former Governor Jerry Brown, who wrote Prop 57, listen to this part, and more or less tricked voters into believing it would benefit only felons who committed nonviolent crimes. Mm -hmm. and, and this it, is where he writes, the stated aim was to undo some of the tough sentencing laws he signed during his first stint as governor nearly four decades earlier, saying they just didn't work. Well, they did work. And crime goes down when you put bad guys in prison for a long time. 
Uh, now, listen to how he did this. And by this. the way, they it's were a- undone because remember when we hit the 90s, we had terrible crime and we ended up with three strikes because yeah. a lot of these guys, in fact, Polly Kloss's killer benefited from the softening. I mean, maybe, maybe Brown had tough sentencing laws in the 70s, but they didn't last long into the 90s. No, no, That's no. That's why we had to come back with three no, strikes. No. So. Things, things were undid twice. They got tough. Right. They were soft. They got tough again in the 90s, and now they've gotten soft again. So listen to how Brown does this, and I've never seen this explained in such detail. Brown closely guarded the details of this Public Safety and Rehabilitation Act of 2016. You know, that's the lofty title that he put on this Prop 57 to fool us. Just before submitting it as an amendment to a pending ballot dealing with juvenile justice. This virtually eliminated any chance for opponents to influence the title and summary being processed by the Department of Justice in Sacramento. By the way, the attorney general at the time was Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. She (laughs) participated in this Fraud is what it is. Jerry Brown, Kamala Harris teamed up to send out a fraudulent proposition with a fraudulent ad campaign. Leading you to believe it it was nonviolent people who were convicted of felonies who were going to get the early exit. The measure, a constitutional amendment, declares that any person convicted of a nonviolent felony offense and sentenced to state prison shall be eligible for parole consideration after completing the full term for his or her primary offense. It made it easier for them to reduce the full term with more generous credits for good behavior. But it did not define or list the nonviolent felony offenses. Instead, Brown's campaign just referred to a section of the penal code, which listed 23 particularly violent offenses like murder, any crime not on the list, considered nonviolent for the purposes of parole. And this Smiley Martin, it was abuse of his girlfriend yeah, or whatever she because was. Because these crimes, abuse. the crimes that are not listed on the list of 23 are still violent. Yes. You see, they might be considered uh, nonviolent. with a deadly weapon, soliciting murder, intimidating or harming a crime victim or witness, resisting arrest and injures a police officer, violent elder or child abuse, arson with injury. There's just some of them. Yeah, I remember it was uh, uh, also uh, uh, raping an unconscious person. Right. Was not right. considered violent. Oh, I like this. And just several forms of manslaughter. All right, that's Several forms of which is all forms of murder. Right. Um, so and I remember Brown campaigning, too. Oh, don't worry, oh, sex offenders are not going to be released under Prop 57. Jerry Brown was breathtaking in how deceitful he was. I mean, he was a walking bag of lies. And he even admitted publicly that when you campaign, all you do is tell lies. He did a famous, infamous CNN interview where he said, they're all lies. It's all a lie. So he admits it up front. He then starts lying. And everybody in the media let him promote his lies, amplified his lies, laughed at his stupid jokes, and then years later now, you got people dying in the streets of Sacramento because uh, uh, a turd like Smiley Martin gets loose. Yeah. Speaking of Steve, there he is. He's going to come on the show after 4 o'clock with an update on his big story this week where he was able to get a hold of this uh, montage video of violence on the metro system in L.A. L.A. County, L.A. City. These are the trains and buses. Uh, it was horrific. Uh, we talked about it in detail a couple of days ago. And if you haven't seen the video, you can probably still get a hold of it on the KFI website. But he's got an update on the whole thing. And this has come out of the battle between, which is always going on, the county sheriff 
Alex Villanueva. It's going to be interesting, by the way. Uh, I guess he just had a debate. He's he's up for re-election, the Sheriff Villanueva. And uh, they're putting up uh, some woke people against him, see if they can't wrestle that position away. Because the LA County Board of Supervisors can't stand Villanueva. I was trying to figure out a way to impeach him or remove him from office. But anyway, he's separately elected, so that'll sort itself out in November. But he said that... Uh, he believes that the L.A. County Sheriff's Department should be responsible for security on the entire metro system. Five years ago, they broke it up. Well, they allowed LAPD why, why and Long you, Beach police to take parts of it. Why wouldn't we go with Sheriff Villanueva's plan here? Why are we going to listen to the likes of Hilda Solis and, and Janice Hahn? Um, I, I mean, think about it. The only thing I didn't understand, well, though, was and maybe we did talk about this, but he's like a thousand positions short. How is he going to cover the whole metro system if he's already looking for workers i i don't know but that's why he's willing to walk away from it because he's so short he's willing to take the people assigned to the metro and say fine we'll put them elsewhere in the county because i need i need them there anyway right but he gets more money you see so right. maybe maybe he gets enough funding if if he if he uh is the sole provider of uh law enforcement for the metro yeah all right so steve will come on uh, right after the news at uh, 4 o'clock. Well, we got an animal story, Deborah Mark. Oh, good. It better well, be good, Ken. It's not. Ugh. Sorry. But I, I'm on your side here. This is one terrible, egregious crime. Somebody shot to death ducks in a park in Costa Mesa. Why would you ducks. do that? A pellet gun. People just ordinary. So mean. It's just called T. Winkle Park. Park ducks? These aren't wild ducks out. They're not bothering anybody. Yeah, they are wild ducks, John. This is but a I mean, you know how, how some people go duck hunting? Oh. oh, I see what you mean. No, these are not found in the woods, right? Or right, wherever, yeah. Or the no. wetlands. Yeah. No, this is just a park, and I guess these ducks enjoyed the water, and probably people tossed them breadcrumbs Bread, or something, yeah. and so they, they were hanging out there. The LA Times has photos of the dead ducks. They do. They even have an x-ray of one of the ducks. So you oh. can see the pellet gun punctures in the uh the duck's uh body did you ever eat duck oh i've eaten duck many times it's pretty now. good isn't it oh god well i found i that's liked not it why I, they I, did this obviously it's not for food they left the dead ducks lying. no i know it was just a uh, stray thought i had i you offended deborah mark to talk about consuming them in the middle yes. of talking about somebody yeah. shooting you never had uh, duck me yeah it's juicy and tasty. I like it better than chicken. It is a bit greasy, and it's yeah. more like a dark meat kind of. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's why I like it, because uh, when it comes to like chicken or turkey meat, I do like the dark meat. Uh, the dark meat, because sometimes the breast meat can be dry. Right, right. But uh, <laughs> if you ever had, I mean, there was a place that I went to when I was in China, and they actually did open one in New York City. It's a great name, Dadong. It served Peking duck. And they would, you know, take it out of the oven. It would have the crispy skin. It was really good. Uh, crispy duck skin. Yeah. Oh, really good. Duck's delicious. Oh, God, yeah. Eric. Really? Yeah. Duck's, duck's my, my favorite bird to eat. I don't have it very much. That is much. not the way I, I saw think. this going. No. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry go, Mark. Go, go back to this the side. This is bad on so be full many of different levels. I know, Ken, you're this. supposed to be on my side here. <laughs> supposed, oh, God. Get really wank. <laughs> Let's have a round table of duck recipes. Uh, so they've already taken some of the other ducks to a shelter because they were afraid the park isn't safe. And they named them uh, Mr. Chipper and Grace and another duck named Daryl. 
Daryl. Daryl the duck. After they found the dead ducks, they took those three ducks into custody because they're afraid whoever did that might come back. So far, they can't find any witnesses. And I don't think they have a whole lot of cameras in the park. How can people uh, be so cruel? I mean, seriously. I'll bet you it's a young guy. Oh, I'm sure. Because I mean, it's a pellet gun. It's yeah. probably like a teenager that thought it would be cool yeah. to go to the park. And How's that cool? I mean, seriously. Killing innocent animals that are doing nothing but swimming around, nothing hanging out, quacking along, enjoying there. life. Yeah, I, I I probably have ducks in the middle of my animal hierarchy. I right, they're 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 uh, low enough that you'll eat them. Yeah, and, right. So, I mean, I have a walking path near me, and there's ravens and crows and crap. But one day I walked out there a week or so ago, and there was a, a male duck just standing there in the middle. Well, I just cute. thought that was weird. I'd not seen that before. and It I didn't like, seem bothered by me. I walked right past it. Whatever. I like the ones with green heads. That's the, I think that's the, is that the male duck? I think it is the mallard. I yeah, got I, bit by a duck. You did? What'd you do, really? kick it? When I was a little kid. <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> kick it. Well, why would it bite you then? I got close to it. I was a little kid. My grandparents. See what she thinks of you? She thinks I know, of you right? She, she thinks it. I'm a menace. <laughs> You're well, a toxic male I mean, I don't kicking ducks. Why yeah, it would uh, just we used to you. play that in my neighborhood. We used to play kick the duck. I was three years old. I'll never forget this. My grandparents took me to a park down the street from their house in Orange County in Tustin. And there were some ducks there, and we would go feed the ducks. My grandparents would take their little grandson to go feed the ducks. It was cute. Yeah. And I got close to one of the ducks with some popcorn, and it literally just started running at me and attacking me, and it bit my foot. Wow. <laughs> he was assaulted. You look like prey. Yeah, clearly. I was. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. Was your, uh, did you have a shoe on, though? Yeah, I had a shoe, but it still hurt. Yeah, and then, uh, they get vicious, those ducks. Do, you, do they do, really have teeth? I mean, yes. They, they do. They do have teeth. Little teeth in the beak. You yeah. must have done <laughs> something to irritate. I mean, seriously. De- Deborah, look at that. She's blaming you. Well, what? I'm sure. The, the... Yeah, victim no. blaming. Come on, Deborah. I mean, ducks what are, we are doing wild here? animals, Deborah. They could go off. You don't know. I... When you were little, uh, Deborah, when you were a little girl, did did cartoons upset you? Like, you know, Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny? If Elmer Fudd blew Daffy Duck's head off and his little beak would spin around, would you laugh or get upset? Uh... Yeah, I don't remember, but I know that I cried when I watched Bambi, and I can never watch Old Yeller again. That traumatized me. Well, she wasn't vegan then, so she must have enjoyed it. I was was watching old cartoons the other night. I was watching old uh, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck cartoons. Yes. I was getting big laughs. He was laughing at the I'm violence. Couple of glass, very violent. A couple of glasses of wine and then uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons. I was in some cartoons. restaurant the other day, and they were running Tom and Jerry cartoons. On the, I looked up, and I'm like, holy mackerel, it's so violent. Oh, and, and Coyote. They're constantly and, just bashing each other. <laughs> Coyote and Roadrunner. Oh, which, yeah, which is, right. that's the ultimate. There's always dynamite in those or something. <laughs> All right, Steve Gregory's coming on next. He's going to give us an update on that big story this week, the montage video of violence, mayhem, on the Metro system next. John and Ken show, Depper Mark has the news, KFI AM640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. 
This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.